happy wearing that top. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Reaps for Renewal podcast. I'm Abby. And I'm Phil. And today is episode eight. Eight. Yeah. And we're looking at the penultimate reap, which is self-care. Mm. Now, there is a bit of a danger that if you've only listened to these podcasts so far, you might think that we're leaning towards a vision of faith that's private, that's individualistic, and that it's all about us. But that's definitely not the case, is it? No. So with this podcast, we're intentionally looking at, at the roots, but we have the the vision and the picture of a whole tree. So the roots are the underground, the hidden parts. Mm -hmm. And that's really about where we build our, our faith and our relationship with Jesus in the secret place, as modelled by, by Jesus himself. But that's all for a purpose, for the wider purpose. That's why it's roots for renewal. So we're looking for a wider sense of God renewing his world and renewing us. Um, so the tree also has a trunk, it has branches, it has fruit. So the branches are like the bits that reach out into the world. It's joining in God's mission. It's looking and seeking and praying for that renewal in the world. And the fruit is the stuff that we want to see happen, That the, the, the fruit of the kingdom of God. So that's the stuff we can't control, but the stuff that is amazing when it breaks through and we see God and his Holy Spirit doing amazing work in the world and ultimately renewing all of creation. And increasingly, we're beginning to see the trunk of the tree as as the faithful community of, of faith, the, the, the body of Christ, the church. So the, the, the trunk is the bit that connects all that kind of the private hidden world of faith with our mission um, and, and our calling to be sent out in Jesus' name. So we are looking at the, the roots and those bits that are mostly to do with us, but it's for a purpose, it's to prepare us for the bigger picture of what God wants to do in us and in our world. That's great. So with that in mind, let's consider self-care. Um, um, let's just start by seeing where we are kind of in this snapshot of time. So we're in the midst of a global pandemic. Um, we've seen a tragic loss of life around us. Um, we've been in lockdown for two and a half months. Um, it, might be, it might even be three. I'm not sure. I was trying time to is weird at the moment, <laughs> isn't it? Um, a lot of us are facing difficult questions about going back to work, about opening up churches, university in September, sending our kids back to school. Mm. Um, we've wrestled with questions about how our leaders in this country should or shouldn't behave in this time. Mm. Um, we're facing a global economic downturn of unprecedented scale. Um, and then we saw the horrific death mm. of George Floyd, um, which has rightly brought our attention to the needs of those who've suffered under uh, systematic injustices and oppression. Mm. Um, That's and a lot, a lot that, of stuff happening yeah, at once. Yeah, that is a lot happening all at once. Um, so now, more than ever, is a time for us to be kind to ourselves. Amen. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time for us to remember. Again, it's not about us being individualistic, mm. but it's a good time for us to remember that God loves us. Mm. Um, and that his love is, is everything to us. Uh, it's a good time for us to take time to care for ourselves, to receive God's love and to, to know that we're valued and valuable to God. Um, and his love isn't based on what we're doing, what we achieve and what we're, you know, he just, he just loves us. Mm. And so it might be that at this point you want to turn the podcast off because that's enough that that's what you want to hear today. Yeah. That's what God wants to say to you that, that you're loved. Um, but I think there's a, there's a story in the Old Testament which I think is really helpful with this. It's, the, it's just part of the story of Elijah 
and you'll find it in 1 Kings 19 if you want to read it for yourself. Um, but Elijah is is busy doing God's work. I mean, he's a prophet. It's a pretty intense role. He's and he's he's fighting against these these prophets of Baal who are um, you know teaching the wrong stuff, demonstrating the wrong stuff, and he's literally in battle with them. And and he's defeated these prophets, and he's been working hard, and he's been fighting for justice, and he's been he's been working and you know fighting in God's corner. And and Jezebel, who's in control, wants revenge. Um, and, and so he vows to kill Elijah for the work that he's doing for God. So he's got all this stuff going on and, and he's in this difficult place and he flees. So we read that he, he literally runs away from the situation. Um, and, and, and I wonder if, if some of us feel like we're in that place because of all the stuff that you listen and other things going on in our own lives, whether we feel overwhelmed, it's just, it's just too much. There's mm. too much stuff going on. Too many things to consider, to wrap my brain around and mm. wrestle with, and you know, so much sadness in the world. And we might feel like we're in a similar place to Elijah. Mm. And so he finds himself, he, he runs and he runs and he runs, and then um, he, he finds uh, a bush and uh, and he hides he hides away under this bush and, and he and he prays to die. Mm. Like he's 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 at that point. Um and as he's there under under the bush sleeping, sort of recovering physically, uh, an angel appears. Mm. And and what would we imagine? An angel, a messenger of God, like the, the voice, the mouthpiece of God. What would we imagine that that the angel would say, like, Elijah, come on, we've got on. work to do. Let's get <laughs> let's get cracking, let's dust you off and let's get back onto the battlefield. But he doesn't he doesn't do that. The angel provides um food, says, get up and eat. And and Elijah's provided with fresh hot bread. Mm. I mean, is there anything better that you can do to no, you know, that's to show love. love to someone? <laughs> yeah. And water. And then he goes back to sleep again. Mm. And then as he wakes, he's told again, get up and eat. And he's given food to eat, and his his strength is restored. And sometimes all we need is a nap and a snack. Mm. And and God knows that. <laughs> okay, so God. God cares for our physical needs. He cares for Elijah's Elijah's needs in that moment. So he cares for your needs too, your mm. bodies, your minds. In the midst of distress, in the midst of the challenges that we face, those things matter to God. They're not insignificant. And so as we seek in God's kingdom, as we're looking for that wider picture of the branches reaching out and, and the fruit of God's renewal to take place in the world, as we're fighting injustice, we have to remember that it's, it's a marathon. Mm. It's, a, it's a lifelong pursuit. And if we don't care for ourselves and for our own health, then we won't last very long in that battle. Mm. And Jesus highlights this with the greatest commandment. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength and love your neighbour as yourself. Mm. And we often, we remember a lot of that, but we often forget that as yourself bit. Um, and Jesus assumes that we are loving ourselves. Yeah, he does. And it's actually, it's like an instruction mm-hmm. and it's part of his, the greatest commandment. Mm-hmm. And, and I think we can take that as a commandment to say, and you need to love yourself. Mm-hmm. It was almost a given, but, but I think maybe, I don't know if it's a cultural thing, mm-hmm. but we need to take note of the fact that we are also responsible mm-hmm. for loving ourselves yeah. at the same time. Um, you know, so some of us are, are working tirelessly at the moment and, and, let's be honest, often Christians can be 
could be the worst when it comes to in in a good sense yeah. because we want to love people yeah. we want to sacrifice things we want to give out we want to take care take care of others but maybe for some of us it's a challenge today to say how can we make space in this week ahead mm. and in the coming weeks to care for our own needs and to see that that not in a selfish way to yeah. say this is my time I'm doing my thing but how can we make sure that we are fit and ready to continue to serve God mm. in the long term, in whatever workplace or home situation we find ourselves in. So how do we match this against the call to have compassion for others, uh, to suffer with them, uh, to take up our cross for Jesus? Yeah, well, this is a really key question, a really big question, that we have to be, because we have to be willing to suffer for the sake of Christ. Mm. But a lot of our... Our suffering, which comes from our hard work and our need to achieve and our desire to be successful or to be loved or to impress people or to do something. A lot of that comes and, and our inability to say no and our mm. lack of boundaries. It actually comes from a place of sin. Mm. And, and, and sometimes, or usually that's pride or, or arrogance that says, I am essential in this situation. So key for us is, and, and that's there it becomes a form of, of control rather than a surrender to Christ. So our, our work becomes a way in which we control our world around us. Mm. If I just keep going, if I keep, even if it's for good things, if I keep serving God, if I keep doing this, and we end up actually taking control of the world around us in that way. Whereas actually what we're called to do is to surrender. Mm. So, in, so we, can, we can die to self. Sometimes that means actually choosing to stop as well. And it'll be different for each of us. So this is where at home we'll have to now discern. Yeah. As I'm, where, where's my balance between making sure that I'm fully surrendering to Christ and willing to suffer for his sake, but also that I'm caring for myself because I believe that it's possible to do both. And it's possible to care for yourself and still be suffering for Christ mm-hmm. It's possible to be suffering, but actually doing it in a very selfish way. So that's mm. real, a, a very difficult balance to find, yeah. but something that we'll have to work out um, for each of us at home in our own way. So let's consider what self-care is. And Jesus gives us a good framework about loving God with all our heart, all our soul, all our mind and all our strength. Mm. And if we want to be able to love God in that way, we need to care for each of those aspects of our being. We do, and particularly today, when with self-care, we're thinking about probably body and mind, or sort of mind mm. and strength as it yeah. is in that. Because a lot of the, the soul and... Heart. Heart, you know, is covered by some of the other stuff that we've done yeah. in, in previous weeks. Um, so let's start with the, the, physical, the physical bodies. Um, our physical bodies are important to God. Okay, we saw this in Elijah, mm. that he was cared for, his physical needs were cared for. We need to dispense with this idea that some of us still have in the church, that God's only interested in the kind of abstract spiritual aspect of who we are, this kind of like concept of me as a person, rather than the actual human form that we take, that he made our bodies. And we, our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. And, and we are part of the creation that he loves. And that we are called to love as well. And, and of course, our perfect example for this is, is in Jesus. That, that God himself took on 
flesh. So there is something of, of value about flesh in this sense. We, we have a bit of a problem with language here, I think, because, because in a lot of Paul's letters, he, he sets spirit and flesh against each other. Okay, so the spirit is the, is the good and the flesh is the evil. And so you should be ruled by a spirit and not by the flesh. Uh, the mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. And so with that language, we get this in, idea into our minds that actually the human form is, is somehow something evil. But Paul is using that as a metaphor for describing the kind of the broken human sinful condition that we have. Because Jesus showed us, we see in his life, that he could be fully human and perfect. So there can, in essence, be something evil about the body. Mm. Okay, Because Jesus showed us that he was, because he was fully human and fully God, but he was also perfect and sinless in the process. So our bodies aren't bad in that sense. And, and as God renews us, through the work of his spirit we don't become more god we don't become god we become more human okay we become a, a more um a, a, an expression of humanity that god intended and so our, our level of humanness our humanity increases as we become closer to god and we become more like the likeness of christ um so that would be my argument for saying that our bodies are important to God and they should be important to us too. So we're talking about looking after ourselves physically, so things like not putting off going to the doctors if there's something wrong, um, exercising, eating well, not drinking too much. Yeah, and we should see those things as actually as part of our worship, that we glorify God as we take care for, for his creation, that includes ourselves, the gift of the body that he's given us, no matter what shape, size, and all that kind of stuff, that we, we say, actually, this is something that I need to honour mm. because it is something of God made by God. Um, and, of course, each of those things will mean something different to all of us. So exercise, for example, mm. will mean one thing to one person and something else. One thing to, to you and one else. thing to me. <laughs> yeah, but, but everybody... So some, yeah. some people... Are, in order to care for yourself, mm. you will need to be going out like running and swimming like five or six times a week or whatever, you know, mm. playing sport, whatever it may be. And for some, actually, just a gentle stroll mm. two or three times a week will be. But so it's, apply it to your own situation. Yeah. But what, what does it mean for you to physically get, take care of your own body, of this thing that, that God's given you? Um, a, a, a little warning this is probably. Along the lines of one of the more controversial things I'll say. Um, but I, I, I have a sense that if we don't care for ourselves, if we are not, as human beings, in good physical condition, that I believe that that's a, a poor witness to the world of God's goodness. I think for some of us listening, and this might be a bit of a challenge, the way I care for my body, the things that I feed it with, the things, does that honour God? Does that show the world that I am following Jesus and living his kind of life? Um, I may be wrong on this. Although I think we need to be clear that we're not talking about like being the like physical perfection, are we? Of course not. No, um, no, 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 that's right. But making like reasonable steps yeah. to care for our own bodies. And I think I see that as part of our, our worship, or it can be. Yeah. And um, of course, only 
insofar as the elements that are within our control as well. Absolutely. And, and we've got to avoid, obviously, the opposite, which is um, where we begin to worship our bodies mm. or worship the image of a body that we mm. might desire. Mm. That's a very unhealthy way to go. So mm. don't hear that I'm saying that. Yeah. But that actually there's a, there's a place in the middle where I mm. think it's probably a good place to be for us to be spiritually mm. with, our, with our bodies. Mm. Mental health is a subject that is important to both of us. Um, we're not doctors, you might have guessed, so we're not in a position to offer advice. Um, but caring for our mental well-being all the time, especially in this time, is incredibly important, isn't it? Yeah, and and both both Abby and I have personally, you know, had visits to the doctors to discuss mm-hmm. questions of mental health. Um, I've been the beneficiary of of antidepressants which is something I really praise God for. And and so if you're finding things tough today, you know, we, we listed some stuff at the start, but everybody has their own situations. Mm. And, and it might be that it's nothing to do with circumstances. You just mentally, your health is in mm. a really difficult place at the moment. Um, first of all, it's okay. Mm. But secondly, like give your doctor a call. Mm. There's no sense of weakness in faith yeah. of relying on our amazing NHS. Mm. Um, you know prayer is important do get people to pray for you but there's also uh, within that there's the gift that God has given us mm. of science and doctors yeah. and, and, and medical care mm. so the first thing we would say and, and really probably the only thing really we could say with any authority is mm. if you're struggling with mental health go and speak to a doctor and mm. chat to a friend as well um, so, but the, so the few small things I think that we can say with confidence is that God cares about our mental mm. well-being. Um, in eternity, our minds will be well. Mm. Okay, so that's something both to look forward to, but also it gives us an indication of God's intention. If we see that that's the truth in eternity, it tells us that as we pray, your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, that that's something that he wants for mm. us today. So it's okay to work towards and to, to, not to strive, but to aim towards being mentally well. Mm. And then I want to say with a significant amount of caution, so I'll pick my words carefully, but having good mental health is beneficial ultimately to our walk with Jesus. Okay, So we don't want to intentionally neglect caring for ourselves when mm. it's within our power to do so. Or, and this is sometimes the hardest bit, allowing others to care mm. for us when our mental health isn't good. Okay, It's better for us and it's better for our walk with Jesus if we're able to be in a good place in terms of our mental health. But the quality of our mental health, do feel free to jump in if you want yeah. to, but the quality of our mental health at any one time is not the measure of our spiritual health. Mm, absolutely. Okay, and that's really important to say. So if you're struggling with your mental health, there's there's a few things that we might think that, that wouldn't be right, which is that we, we, we're we doing something wrong spiritually mm. or we're not doing enough to fix ourselves. Mm. Okay, So what we don't want to do is put pressure on anyone to yeah. think that if you're struggling at the moment, that that is in any way your fault necessarily yeah. or, or that it's a spiritual condition. Yeah, and like you said right at the very beginning, that God loves us and he loves us whether you're in perfect mental health or whether you're really struggling with mental ill health um you are loved 
unconditionally in in at all times um and yeah and and you may be struggling with mental ill health um and have prayed for healing and that's not come and that is not your fault um no. that's not an indication that you are not prayerful enough or getting it sorry i'm really passionate about this um or getting it wrong that's not a judgment upon you mm. um so we just want to be really clear with what we're saying don't we yeah it's perfectly possible to be a faithful follower of christ mm. and to have depression or to have schizophrenia or whatever it may be mm. it's it's possible just in the same way that it's possible to be completely rooted in christ whilst having a broken life yeah Absolutely. Um, nevertheless, it, it's good to take care of ourselves in the process. Mm. So what we hope is that this gives permission for some people who are listening today to say, actually, I'm going to take some time to care for myself yeah. and to do the things that I know that I need to do to ensure that my, my mental well-being is as healthy as possible. Speaking from personal experience, I think, it is about doing, trying to make the right decisions, even if you don't really want mm. to. So choosing to try and look after ourselves, even when you don't really want to. And whatever that looks like, whether that's going out for a run or going to bed or, you know, eating a salad when you really want a burger or, mm. you know what I mean? Or, and avoiding, um, avoiding things that you know are going to make the situation more difficult for yourself. Mm. And that's perhaps a, a good way of realising why self-care is a spiritual discipline. Yeah. That actually we need God's strength in order yeah. to do that. And it also has the potential to bring us closer mm. to him as well. Yeah. And practically speaking, a lot of the things that are good for our bodies are also benefit our minds, don't they? Yeah, so I can only really speak from my experience, but the things that help me with my mental health are exercise, getting lots of exercise, mm. um, eating healthily, mm-hmm. getting a good amount of sleep, which can be hard to do if you're in a place yeah. where you're struggling to sleep yeah. because of mental health and also less alcohol less caffeine Um, those are the things that I found really helpful and also just setting a rhythm to my week so sabbath yeah is really good and the rhythms of of prayer that we've Mm. talked about are are really helpful tools actually that will, will they all feed into one another yeah, I think for me, the things that I found helpful, a lot of the things that you've mentioned, um, but also things like um, doing a puzzle or, you know, doing um, some cross-stitching, you know, finding something where you ha- like for me, where my mind's kind of busy, um, not to distract away from those things, but just so that I'm not kind of um, just kind of thinking about the things that I'm worrying about, but my, br- my brain is busy doing productive things. Yeah, so um, this is perhaps permission for people to... To rediscover their passions, their hobbies, yeah. the things that you love to do. Like, don't neglect the things that that you love yeah. about the life that God has given us, yeah. and embrace those. And for so that might be creative things, you know, you might whether it's music yeah. or, or or art, um, and relationships yeah. as well. Community, communication with others, particularly in this time yeah. where it's been such an isolating experience mm. for so many, which has been one of the key factors that's contributed, I think, to the. Yeah. To the downturn in people's mental health. Yeah. Um, so being proactive about finding ways, creative ways and good ways to be in relationship with others and to have that sense of community around us is really important. And it's so, so life-giving to do that. Mm. Are there other things that we want to mention? I think that's really good. I think, yeah, the giving yourself permission to just say, 
that's enough. And and sometimes for me, it's giving myself permission to just shut a door of a room that's untidy and go downstairs and like look after myself on an evening, yeah. um, rather than kind of keep going. Um, yeah, that's really good. So in summary, God cares for our needs. Mm. And by attending to those needs and loving ourselves, we're more likely to be able to love God and others for the long run. Yes. Yeah. So should we pray? Yeah, great. Mm. So God, we pray right now for, for those who are, who are struggling with their health, whether it be physically or mentally. And Lord, we, we pray for healing, pray for, for breakthrough. And God, I, I pray that you would give each of us permission to care for ourselves in the right way in this week and these weeks ahead. Not to be selfish with our time, but to be able to care for ourselves, God, in the way that you would care for us. So God, would you bring relief and healing to us, we pray today. Give us wisdom to know how to make good choices and set boundaries. And Lord, we ask that so that too we can be a blessing to others. We can show your love to others in this week ahead. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. So we'd like to encourage you to take some time to consider what you might want to put into practice in terms of self-care. Mm. And then next week is our final podcast. You've put at least for, for now. a while. <laughs> We'll definitely come back and do another series at some point. Perhaps thinking about some of the branches yeah. or, you know, begin to think about the renewal yeah. question a bit more. But for now, yeah, next week is the last one. Yeah, and we'll be looking at significant relationships. Looking forward to it. Same. That's because we are in a significant relationship. I knew that. <laughs>